Welcome to How to Build a Tank, the podcast on how to make you successful. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show. Today we've got some great stuff for you. We're going to talk about a 30-year study about an attribute to teach your kids to help them make more money in the future. It's a 30-year study that was done up in Canada I just thought was fascinating. Trump is going to use the government records to determine citizenship instead of going uh, through the census and getting information that way. We're going to talk about that and that how that move is really a good lesson for us in business and how to apply it to our lives as well. We're also going to talk about Andrew Yang, the Democrat presidential candidate who wants to give everyone a universal basic income. He said truck drivers are not gonna be able to learn code. And I wanna talk about that for a little bit in regard to what are we gonna do with the truck drivers that are gonna be replaced from automation down the road. And then finally, if we have time, we're gonna talk about Libra. We've been getting a lot of attention because of Chairman Powell and how he was talking about the need for the government to really consider all of the impacts of Libra. It's a very interesting currency, new kind of Bitcoin, for lack of a better word, cryptocurrency. That's the better word. Don't need a lack of that. So those are the topics we're going to talk about today. I'm really excited about it. Before we do, I want you to know we are part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast network. Go over to fightlaughfeast.com, get a pint glass, and get a mug when you subscribe, plus a ton of other benefits. you got to put an HTBT in the memo field, and you'll get the mug. And I believe there's a limited amount of the pint glasses. So make sure you do that quickly. There's been so many people, and Gabe was talking about how there's actually a backlog of him. He's trying to figure out the logistics because of how many people are signing up. So thank you guys. For those of you who have become a member, I hope you are blessed by all the great content, just like you are blessing us by helping support us and being a part of what God is doing through this network. Really appreciate it. It's really exciting to see what's happening and all the conferences that different shows are going to be at. I'm really, especially G3 coming up in January. If you haven't got your tickets for that, make sure you do. That's going to be great. And when you do, come by, say hi. We're going to have our own booth. It's going to be fantastic. If you have any questions, comments, you want to reach out to me, find me. You can email me, Matt, at How to Build a Tent. You can find me on the links in the show notes. If there's no links, you can just look me up on the social media sites, How to Build a Tent. Thank you for everybody who's been subscribing on YouTube, Minds, all that. It's really, really helps us grow the show, get the word out, and just can, allows us to continue. Because if this show doesn't continue to grow, if we don't bring in um, ways to support the show, then the stuff's just all going to go away. So the continued support that you guys provide us is what keeps us going. The show cannot happen without you guys. So thank you so much for all of that stuff, I mean, tell you. First, before we get into the articles, I need to tell you about an embarrassing thing that happened today. We stopped getting hot water today, and we couldn't figure out why, and we had to call the plumber out already because we had to replace the water heater, and the water heater wasn't fitting, it's so big because of all the insulation and just the size we need for our house, that it wasn't fitting in the water heater door, and they had to come out, cut out the tray, I mean, the tray only holds two gallons if we're going to have a water leak of, you know, I, think, I don't know what it was, a 55, 50-gallon 50 tank, whatever it is. The, the, the tank or the tray isn't going to hold it 
hold the water anyway, so we had to cut it out so it fit and it fit. And we asked him like, hey, um, can you just check the water? It's not really working. Not sure why, it just kind of went out all of a sudden on us. And he's like checking, he's like, hey, the water heater is cold. And uh, he was like like trying to hint around and being really polite and say, have you checked your breakers? And we went over and the breaker was off. <laughs> I mean, I promise you, there is at least once a week a moment that is incredibly humbling for me where I'm just not allowed to have any pride in my life because God just crushes it with the stupidity of like a, you know, blue collar, all American man who knows his electrical stuff, knows his plumbing stuff. I don't know any of that stuff. So I'm already just feeling like this small of a dude. And then he's like, oh, did you check your breaker? And that's sure enough, that's what it was. It was terrible. What was the other thing? Oh. What was a month ago? I don't know if I shared this in the show or not, but I was putting together my Weber grill, which I love my Weber grill. Weber grills are fantastic. And I was calling for help. I mean, the starter wasn't working. Everything else works great once I light the flame. It's fantastic. The grill's amazing. I love the side burner, all that stuff, the lights, everything is great. And they're like, um, did you turn the battery the other way around to see if that is the issue? And sure enough, I just had the battery in the wrong way. Another, what was that, Bill Engel or whatever, and went around on this comedy. He's like, there's your sign. And that's definitely was my sign. All right, let's get into the show. A 30-year study says teaching your kids this trait can help them earn a high salary in their 30s. I have my notes on my phones for those of you watching on YouTube or the live show live streaming. It says, research analyzed teacher questionnaires for 2,850 kindergartners in Quebec, Canada from 1980 to 1981, and then they cross-referenced the behavioral ratings for each of the children with their tax returns for 2013 to 2015. So from 1980 to 1981, 30 years later, they come back and see how much they're earning from years 2013 to 2015. They adjusted for IQ and family adversity, whatever that means. So they tried to make it a level playing field just to study attributes the best it could. The results showed that five and six-year-old boys and girls who were inattentive in kindergarten had lower annual earnings between the ages of 33 and 35. So the 2013 to 2015 years that they were measuring. And you may be asking, well, what is inattentive? I have no idea. Is that a Canadian term? And that's something I was asking about myself, but have no fear. They go on to talk about it. Specific behaviors, uh, wow, if I could just read, that'd be great. Specific behaviors associated with inattentive included opposition, such as disobeying, blaming others, hyperactive, fidgety, constantly moving, anxiety, crying, constantly worried, and physical aggression, such as fighting and bullying, was considered inattentive. Now, I want to know who is five and six years old that has anxiety. I mean, I'm not even making fun of it. I'm not making light of it. Like, that is heartbreaking to have a five or six year old that already has anxiety who is crying. I mean, they must be in a really sad place. That really just breaks my heart, especially now that I have kids. Like, stories about sad things that happen to children just break my heart. It's so sad. But disobeying, blaming others, fidgety, constantly moving, crying, constantly worried, physical aggression, fighting, bullying. And it goes on to say, meanwhile, boys who showed pro-social behaviors 
showing sympathy, sharing, stopping disputes, resolving peer problems on their own, positively correlated with higher than average future incomes. Girls didn't follow the same trend, which is kind of interesting because I thought boys and girls were the same, but apparently not in the scientific field. I want to go back to these characteristics because these are important because some adults don't even really get these, right? They're, uh, what are these behaviors? Disobeying, blaming others. Blaming others is a huge one that even adults can't seem to understand that that is not a good thing to do. Leaders, great managers, people that are in authority that people respect are people that do the exact opposite. They're the people that actually take more responsibility, take more ownership than might even be rightfully due. And they own the problems of the people around them, the, their business, their companies they work for, the people that they're leading. They own them and take them on as themselves to fix them. Not to say that they don't hold people accountable, but they're not constantly blaming others to make themselves look good. No one wants to be around people that are constantly trying to build themselves up through talking about themselves all the time, through blaming others for things that are their mistakes. That is a no-brainer. And people with lower social intelligence are people that will constantly try to build themselves up. The people with the high IQs are the people that can be um, self-deprecating, <laughs> deprivating, people that make fun of themselves, people that can laugh things off, people that understand their weaknesses. Those are the people with the high social IQs that are the strongest relation, or I shouldn't say the strongest, but a stronger correlation to success than even high IQs. A lot of people with high IQs are not successful because they don't know how to work with people. And you have to work with people to be successful in most cases. Now, I guess you can be like a super genius programmer and never talk to anybody and just program great programs that everyone uses. But for the most part, for the most of us, high social IQ is far more important than a high IQ. And we see this in the study because they level out IQ, they level out the family adversity, whatever that is. And they just focus on these traits that have a lot to do with social IQ. Social IQ is important. And what's great about it is I think a lot of these things you can teach people and through discipline, through training, not discipline like beating your child, but disciple discipline where you're raising them up to be godly men and women show that you can do these things where they will be obedient, where they will take ownership. These are all Christ-like attributes, right? Um, fidgety, constantly moving. I mean, maybe your kid just needs to start exercising to figure out how to channel their their um, energy and things like that. Then anxiety, man. Again, that's such a tough one. Physical aggression. That one it can be easily trained. I guess I shouldn't say easily because all children are different, really, right? But again, discipline to fostering that into using aggression to defend people, to rescue people, to protect people instead of using that aggression to be a bully. And that's, I mean, that's just a big sin issue, right? That your kids need to repent of. Um, so that was the study. And not only that, but then conversely, not just if you don't have those, but for the kids that had the positive attributes, sympathy, sharing, stopping disputes. I mean, that, that takes a lot of, um, uh, what's the word for it? I was just saying it like constantly for the last couple of minutes and totally forgot about it. Oh my God, not the IQ one, but the other. Social IQ, you know what I'm talking about. I'm mean, going right, to move on. But those people are the ones who had a high correlation higher than average future incomes. 
So for those people that can learn to deal with people and work with people, have a high social IQ, those are the people that are going to make the most money. So when you're talking with your kids, when you're playing games with them, when you are showing them, seeing them how they're interacting with people, do your best to teach them how to play with others, to share with others, to think of others besides themselves, to take ownership. Those are the skills that are gonna be really important. And even at a young age, I think it would be wise to do that. This next story I just love because it's really like a big middle finger, uh, excuse my harsh uh, finger language, uh, to the Supreme Court. Trump will use the government record to determine citizen, citizenship, not the census. President Trump may have scrapped his plan to add the question of U.S. citizenship, the article says. But he is determined to get the information another way. Late Thursday, he issued an executive order which will require all government agencies and departments, such as the Internal Revenue Service, to provide the U.S. Department of Commerce with records on citizens and non-citizens. This is a great lesson for us, and this is a great business move. There's going to be a lot of times where you are told that you can't do something you're trying to do. Maybe it's going to be a regulator. Maybe it's going to be a law, a federal law, a state law. Maybe it's your boss. Maybe it's company policy. But that doesn't mean that the objective can't be done. It might just be how you do it has to change. And we're seeing Trump do is not back down. He wants to get to identify who's a citizen and who's not a citizen. And the court said he couldn't do it through the census. But that doesn't mean he can't use his executive powers of managing his executive agencies and branches like the IRS to get it done another way. And I want you to take that lesson to heart. When you get told no, when something fails, don't just automatically give up, but ask yourself, is there another way that you can solve this problem and achieve the end result that you're looking for that might not just be the way that you planned on getting there in the first place? I feel like God does that a lot of times with us where he will give us a vision, he will give us an idea to go after, he will give us a passion, and then we'll set out to do it and we'll realize, no, that's not the right way to do it. And then a lot of times we can get discouraged and like give up, but maybe God just wants us to be persistent and look for the other way to go. Look for another way to do it, a way that he wants us to go. And in business too, there's a lot of times where business models will fail and you need to pivot and that's okay. So take this lesson from what Trump's doing and see if you can apply it to a problem that you're having in your life. Maybe you're just not getting along with somebody. Maybe you're having some friction with your boss. Maybe you are, like I've had before, where you're bumping heads with an AG of a state. Look for ways to accomplish your objective in just a different way that's going to be less friction and that's going to be a more successful way for you to go that you can achieve your goal still. It doesn't mean that you have to throw out the objective. It just might mean you need to pivot and change and go a different direction. I thought that was a great story to remind us of that. The third story I want to take talk to you about was the Yandrew Yang. And I'm like, first, I just, I'm like, I want to talk about this because it's so condescending. It's so um, belittling, which is what liberals mostly do, or a lot of times do. They just talk like, you don't know what's best for you, so we need a central government to tell you what's best for you because you're too stupid. It's just something like a theme that seems to run through all liberal ideology. I don't know why it is, but that seems to be the case. And Yandrew Yang was saying that with his talk when he was talking about how truck drivers cannot be turned into coders. 
And it said, while the Silicon Valley Insider has warned that as many as 30% of all U.S. jobs could be replaced within the next decade because of automation, specifically truck drivers, he doesn't think the U.S. has been focusing on adequate focusing on an adequate solution to keep those people from falling behind. Now, I agree with that, but a lot of the issue is not the government doing enough for people. It's people not taking ownership for themselves. And what I want to say to those truck drivers, since this article is about truck drivers, and I know that truck drivers listen to a lot of talk radio, and perhaps there's some truck drivers that are listening to this podcast, and other people who have a lot of time to be able to listen to podcasts or radio stations as well. I know you're all out there because you wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't have time. Take ownership of your future. Just like what we were talking about in a previous, previous topic. Do not blame other people, do not blame other technology, do not blame life, but take ownership of your future. Do you think you're in a profession that might be replaced? Maybe it will. Maybe you don't even have a insight or a clue that your profession may be replaced someday. Maybe you were like the old taxi drivers who had never thought that their profession would be replaced by Uber, but it was. It would be very wise for all of us to continue to learn new skills. Think about what else we could do if this ever is taken away from us. There is no certainty in life. There is only opportunity, General MacArthur said. So for you truck drivers, it may not be coding, but there are plenty of other things to do. You are not stupid. God has a plan for your life. God knows if you're going to lose your truck driving job. He knows if whoever you are are going to lose your job. And he has something next for you, even though you might not know about it. So what you can do today is while you're on those long drives, while you're working that mundane, mundane, brainless job, wherever it is, maybe you're just doing data entry, start listening to podcasts, start listening to courses online, start learning another language, start learning some skills that you can use to get another job. And hey, maybe you'll start learning new skills at the job, doing two things at once where you might not even lose your job, but be able to get a better job just because of the skills you learned at your old job. That is a great way to take ownership of your future. You're not just laying back and going with the tides and seeing where the streams take you, but you are actually equipping yourself, you're adding value to yourself, so that if there is a day where you as a truck driver or whatever job it is, is replaced, you're gonna have so many more skills to go out and find another job, go out to start your own business, get your own side hustle going, where you are not gonna be a victim, where you're not gonna be relying on government education to tell you what you need to learn for skills for the new job. You're not gonna be dependent on politicians getting their act together, but you are gonna be taking ownership for yourself. And I just wanna encourage you guys with that. If you find yourself in a job that you think may uh, be replaced or you're just not happy with your job take ownership of it and find ways to be building skills while you're at that job and challenge yourself take on new projects be on new committees whatever it is that can get you to new skills to learn to work with new people to understand new aspects of your business that is how you're going to get ahead you're not going to get ahead by just hoping that some chance comes by and a position opens up and then Hopefully someone picks it, but you got to go out there and get it. You got to go out there and do the job before the job is given to you. That's just how the world works. 
The next one I want to talk about is Libra, and we'll just talk about it for a little bit because it has really interesting implications, and I don't even know if it's going to happen because the feds might just squash it. And the Trumps even talked about it, Powell talked about it in the last couple days, and it's a big deal because cryptocurrency has been around for about 10 years. It has some interesting implications as if it ever takes off, but it's really volatile and it's scared a lot of people. And there's been a lot of defects to it. There's been a lot of issues with it. There's a lot, been a lot of big barriers, but one of the biggest barriers is that it isn't transparent enough to be integrated with a first world country. That is, there is not a tie-in to the financial systems in a way that is going to give it the stability, the foundation, the security that is going to lead to a big adoption. And Libra is that next step. It is like, it is Bitcoin 2.0. And it is that way because it's started by a company, Facebook, that is one of the most readily used, most readily available, most popular softwares out there in the world, right? I would challenge you to think of many, uh, five more, five greater used software platforms than Facebook. Sad to say because I think their company is run terribly because of all of the censorship. We'll get into that in a second. But it's more transparent. And it's also to keep it from being as volatile as Bitcoin is going to be tied to the dollar. And the tying it to the dollar, the US dollar, means that it won't fluctuate in value. It's going to be tied to the same value as the dollar is, whatever that set price is going to be. And the advantages of it is that you're not going to have as much regulation around the world where you can send money and it's not going to be limited to business hours like banks. You're going to go around the whole banking system and for a smaller fee, be able to send money to whomever you want, wherever you want, irrespective of government, irrespective of currency, because there's going to be just this one currency for everybody to use. And Steve Forbes actually said something that was really interesting. He said, it has the potential to replace the banking system in five to 10 years. Think about that. It has the potential to replace the banking system in five to 10 years. What if Facebook pulls this off? This is a really scary thought. And it's scary, and I'll tell you why in one, um, one instance of it that should just open your eyes to how scary this is going to be. What is Facebook really fighting right now? Conservatives, Christians, anyone that they disagree with. They're censoring them. They're shadow banning them. They're blocking them. They're kicking them off. They're deplatforming them. What are they going to be able to do if they take over the banking system? What, if, what are they gonna be able to do when everyone has to use their currency to, I don't know, buy or sell anything? Another thing that Forbes said that was really interesting is he, he was talking about joking around about an open letter to, uh, to Zuckerberg saying you shouldn't have named it Libra after the Roman Empire, but you should have named it the Mark. And I just started laughing and I was thinking for all the people that believe that the mark of the beast is going to keep you from buying and selling things. 
What if he does turn it to Mark, a Mark, Mark Zuckerberg? And this is the currency where if you don't deny Christ, if you don't kiss the ring and do and say what Facebook wants you to, you can't buy or sell. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. I really, really don't. But it's really fascinating to see some of these things play out. And it's just so interesting with some people and how they interpret the end times. Uh, but yeah, it's really scary to think about how Facebook is doing and how they're acting and how they are trying to skirt around laws as being a platform and not a publisher, but they're acting as a publisher. They haven't proven themselves to be ethical. They haven't proven themselves to be a good value-driven company, but they've proven themselves to be ideological. And for them to own the currency of the world or the currency of a government is a very scary thing and something that the government really should examine and consider and think about deeply. Go out, train your children. Don't let fear take you over about Libra. Learn the lessons from Donald Trump. Let's go out and be successful. We'll talk to you. Oh, it's the weekend. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you later.